Hi guys, welcome to the podcast Time Bomb. It's your host, Diamond, and welcome to the first ever episode of the podcast Time Bomb. So if you guys didn't already listen to my last like intro episode, I talked a little bit about like who I am and what I've experienced, but I did say that I wanted to go a little bit more in detail on this episode. So this episode, we're just going to be talking about my history, my background, when I experienced death, who it was, and some of the things that I went through during this whole like process of losing someone and grieving and all of these things that come along with it. Okay guys, I'm gonna try to be as real and try to like tell the story to the best of my ability because this all happened in like 2019 and it's currently 2022. And if I'm being honest, I haven't really talked about this much. I talked about it a little bit in my documentary series, but I never really went into full detail. And I want to be able to go into like full details best as possible um, just for others to learn and like really understand the story and things along those lines. So let's just get to it. So pretty much my mom passes away in May of 2019. It was the last day of high school for seniors. And for those past two weeks, I didn't have my car. I think my car was in the shop. But those past two weeks, I was driving my mother's car to school, like to school, to work, back home, whatever, whatever. But this particular day, my mom wanted to drive me to school and then go to the work. My mom hadn't been in office in like a week or so, whatever. I'm like, oh, I really want to take my own self, whatever, whatever. But then I knew my mom genuinely just wanted to go because at the time, my high school had this tradition where when it was the senior's last day, we would dress up and all the parents that were dropping off their kids from like freshman up to like high school, you would honk your horn, scream out the window, yell, cheer. We had signs. It was like this whole big thing. And I knew that's what my mom wanted to do. Like, that's just her, that's who she was. So I'm like, okay, I know you just want to take me to school so you can act a fool, but that's okay. So, you know, we're taking photos, da-da-da. Like, I'm taking photos of my mom, my friends. Like, it's a super, super exciting time because, you know, you just did four years in high school and now you're about to graduate and go to college. Like, this is about to be a new chapter in your life. So after the school day is over, we had a half day. I end up um, going to work. And I ended up getting a prom proposal at work. Super, super excited because all my other friends had got prom proposals. And I was kind of like the last one to get one. And it was literally like the next week. And I still hadn't had one. So I was like, okay, whatever. So right when I get the prom proposal, I'm like, obviously, who do you want to call? You want to call your mom? Like, so I'm trying to call my mom. My mom's not answering. I don't really think much of it because that's kind of how she was. When she was in the office, she wouldn't answer. Um, so I was like, okay, whatever. So after I get off work, I want to go out to eat. And that's when it literally just like spirals. That's when like, it just goes downhill, like just downhill fast, like fast. Like, I don't even, I think that's the best way I can describe it. And I get a text message saying like some, like a administrative like person at my school wanted to talk to me. I'm like, oh my gosh, like what did I do? It's the last day of senior year. Like I'm about to graduate. Like, oh my God, what did I do? I'm about to get in trouble. My mom's about to freak. Like, I don't really know what was going on or whatever, but you know, you know, when you know what's on, you know when you're in trouble and your mom don't know yet, you know you're about to get in trouble. You're like, oh dang, like you're trying to prep yourself. That's what was going on. But it was like, I was like, okay, whatever. And I was kind of stressing, but then not really. I kid you not, maybe like three minutes later, my phone is blowing up. Everyone's texting me like, 
where are you at, like, da-da-da, like, don't move, stay in a public place, like, where are you at, where are you at, like, just blowing off my phone, like, trying to get in contact with me. I'm like, what is going on? Like, why is everyone blowing up my phone? Like, people would text me, but this was, like, an absurd blowing up your phone. So, I end up, I was with my boyfriend at the time, and we were out to eat or whatever. We didn't even get nothing to eat. And people pull up to the thing. I know who they are. People pull up, and they're just like, something's wrong with your mother. And I knew. I knew. I knew what it was. I knew that my mom was no longer here. I just know. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but when you know, you know. And I just knew. And let me just say this now. My family, my mom's family, well, no, my family is not from Maryland. Granted, I was born and raised in Maryland, and that's where I lived at the time, but my family was not from Maryland. So I didn't really have any family in Maryland. I had one aunt and like a couple cousins in Maryland, but they lived like an hour or so away from us. So it wasn't like they were super, super close where you can like walk to their house or anything along those lines. So the first thing I'm trying to do, I'm like, whatever, whatever. And I kind of knew, but I felt like I was in denial. And people kept saying, don't think the worst, don't think the worst. But when you know, you know. So I, I'm immediately trying to call my mom. She's not answering. I'm calling my brother. He's not answering. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I end up going to the police station because that's where I was told to go. I go to the police station, and when I walk into the police station, like, everyone's just looking at me, and I was the last one to arrive. So I it confirmed it confirmed what I thought again, and then I get brought into this room, and I see my brother and my aunt, and they're just, like, distraught, like, distraught. And I'm like, I look at my brother, I look at my aunt, and I'm like, I know. And then they're like, yeah, they're like, someone says like, oh, like your mom's gone. And I'm like, I just break down crying. And I remember like hugging my brother and just telling him like, it's going to be okay. Like, are you okay? Like, da, 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 like all of this stuff. And it was just, what is going on? Like my life just froze for a second. Like I couldn't even get together my thoughts. Like I remember having like a panic attack, everything y'all, because I had no idea what you're like this can't be true but you know it's true they just told you it's true but you're like you're lying like I was in like this denial but new and then kind of new but like it was just like this weird phase that I was in and I'm like okay okay cool so a couple days have passed since the day my mom had passed and I go back to the house that I lived in obviously and my family from Philly all comes down that night um and the media, the news starts showing up. And I'm like, what is going on? And everyone's like telling me like, get inside the house, get inside the house, get inside the house. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, who are these people? And I didn't live in like a populated area. Like I lived kind of, I lived in the middle of nowhere. So you had to have a reason to be back where I lived or know someone back there. It wasn't just like you stumbled upon my house. Like you had to know exactly where it was. So I'm like, who are all these people pulling up to my house? And my family's just like telling me like, go inside, go inside, go inside. So I go inside or whatever. As time goes on, y'all, I have not ate anything. I haven't ate since like May 10th. And that was the day my mom had passed. At this point, it's probably like four or five days later. I still have not eaten. I don't even have an appetite. All I wanted to do was like sleep, cry. Yeah, that's it. Like I didn't want to do anything. And at this time, I still had to go to prom. I still had to graduate. Like I still had all these things that were going on in my life. All these monumental things that were going on in my life. And it was very, very, very hard to like push through. And it was very hard to just like want to wake up and just be like, what is going on? Like it constantly felt like every single day I woke up and I'm in this house and I'm like, 
this like this is the dream like this is a dream like in it, it to feel like you're in a dream but you're not in a dream was the scariest thing I feel like it's the scariest thing because you don't understand reality you don't have a perception of reality like you don't genuinely get that you know time is moving I don't I time is moving forward and that this is your real world and like this is what life is like to feel like you're in a dream but you're not in the dream but the life still goes on and life is still moving it was it was very hard like it was extremely hard I didn't want to go to prom because I had this custom-made dress, y'all, custom-made dress my mom had paid for. And my mom was definitely the type of mom that went above and beyond for her kids. My mom celebrated every single holiday. Like, my mom was the type of parent that was still giving her kids Easter baskets when they were 17 years old. Like, my mom was that mom. So, I was like, what am I about to do? Like, why would I go to prom and... My mom's not even going to be here. And we, she had made this such a big thing. And, you know, we had talked about so many things that we were going to do that day. Lo and behold, I still go. I'm super glad that I went. I still go. I get pictures of my dress. Obviously, you know, content. Mine's still thinking, still thinking about trying to get content. But I get my pictures. Super cool. Whatever. Two days or three days later, after prom, I go to graduation. Graduation was honestly a little bit harder than prom for me. Because, once again, I'm graduating high school and my mom I didn't go to public high school I went to a Catholic school so my mom paid for me to go to school and I worked hard and we had it was a lot of butting heads when I went to this school because it just it just was a lot of butting heads and we argued a lot regarding this school so to finally feel like we have overcome this and we're onto something new my mom's not here was so sad and then to see all of these other kids taking pictures with their parents and my mom isn't here it was just like ugh. Like, what, what is this? Like, what, why? Like, what am I doing? Like, type of thing. Okay, so after I graduate, my brother graduates because I am a twin. My brother graduates a couple days after me. Okay, cool. After we graduate, that's when um, we decide to sell our house that we grew up in. I've been in this house since I've been like one or two years old. At this time, I was 17. So I lived my whole entire childhood in this home. All my memories are in this home. I have two dogs. Um... So to sell this house that is where me and my brother and my mom lived was so hard. And to pack up my mother's closet and to pack up my stuff was extremely, extremely hard. And even trying to downsize. I lived in a big home. And I'm not even trying to like be like boastful or very arrogant. But I, I lived a very fortunate life. And to be able to live the life I lived and, you know, your mom be your sole provider and that's no longer there it was scary it was extremely scary i had no idea what i was stepping into and it just was hard so after we we're packing up this house it is then my 18th birthday now we're on to august and my birthday's in august after my 18th birthday we're still packing up this house and the day or two days after my 18th birthday i move in to go to school I go to school. I didn't even want to go to this school. Let me just start there. I didn't even want to go to this school. But at the time, my brother was going to a school that was closer. So I'm like, hey, like we need to be close right now. You know, we're family. We just went through this. It's only August. My mom passed in May. Like, whatever, whatever. I go to school, y'all. I hate it. I hate it. I'm coming home every other weekend. Like, I literally hate it. Like, it just was not for me. And I feel like... Throughout from May to August, I was extremely, extremely, extremely numb. Numb to the point where 
I could be on social media and seem like nothing is wrong. People would see me in public and I was well put together. Like, I was not what's it called. But I felt like, once again, you're living in this dream reality. You're living in this this dream that you feel like doesn't really exist. So I'm just going with the flow. Like, I'm good. I'm going with the flow because I'm like, none of this is real. That was my whole mindset. None of this is real. Whatever. Cool. Whatever. Deep down, I knew it was real, but I feel like that was a coping mechanism for me. So when I get to college, I'm in this dorm. I have no family, no friends, no brothers. I had to give up my two dogs that I had for years. And you're all alone in this new place that you don't even want to be at. That is when the breakdown started to happen. That is when everything fell apart. Everything. Not only I know people like, oh, well, your mom died. Like, your life been fell apart. No. My mom died and my life did fall apart. But I came to the realization that my life had just fell apart when... I got to college. My friendships fell out. My relationship with family fell out. My, like my mind, my mind state fell out. Like I, the mind state I was in, I was, I have never been in a day in my life ever, ever. The stress that I felt, never had stress. I had a little bit of stress, but I never had the amount of stress that I had on me until I was in school and we're in August and we're in September and now we're in October and we're going through the school year and you don't like it, you want to transfer, but now you're told you can't transfer because you don't have enough credits and now you have to stay somewhere for an additional whole entire year. It just was this whole chaotic mess. And that is when I tell you I fell apart mentally. I got to a point where I was so sick, I was hospitalized twice. I couldn't breathe twice. My throat nearly like was close. My throat was closing up on me. My my throat, sorry, my throat like was closing up on me and pretty much almost shut twice. My heart was in like my chest. I had so much pain in my chest and my heart area. It was ridiculous. I had like blood clots. I had like all this stuff, but all of it, had to do with stress and the reason i'm saying that is because i had multiple blood work done i had multiple tests ran and everything was we don't know what's wrong with you but your body's attacking itself and to feel the type of pain that i felt not only mentally but physically of your body shutting down and you're not able to breathe and you're like slowly like taking less and less air was insane was literally insane and it was so scary but at the same time I was so content with where I was if I was to have died in that moment I was okay with it and not once have I ever been okay with like or even had thoughts of like oh I want to die or even suicidal thoughts anything along those lines until this moment and I tell my aunt this all the time but one of these days my aunt I was in the hospital super, super bad. I had a super high fever. And I'm pretty sure, I'm not sure if the fever or the medicine they gave me made me like hallucinate or something. But I tell my aunt till this day, I saw my mom. I saw my mom and my uncle. And I was sitting in the hospital bed. 
and they were smooth on having a conversation with me and i tell her and she's like at first she's like what are you talking about but i'm telling her like this is what they said and this is this, this is what it is and my mom just kept saying like you're gonna be okay like you're gonna be okay and like it was so crazy because I wasn't those type, I wasn't that type of person that had dreams about someone they had just lost. Like, I didn't have nothing. Frankly, I didn't even think I dreamed because I would wake up and didn't even, didn't even remember what had happened in the middle of my dream or even nothing. So I just assumed that I'm like, I don't dream. Like, what are y'all talking about? I've never really had like real, like crazy dreams that I could remember. And hearing that all these people were getting these signs from my mom at the time and I wasn't was making me extremely, extremely, extremely angry and it wasn't until i was sick in the hospital been in the hospital probably like two three days now on this medicine that clearly is not working and then i could finally like see my mom and whether it was my mind whether it was my mom i have no idea like no idea whatsoever but i felt like at the time either my mom knew or my body knew like that's what i needed and i i kid you not y'all once I saw my mom sitting on this hospital bed that I'm in, this sounds so crazy. I know it does. I literally felt better the next day. The next day, I could talk again. I could breathe. I could hold my phone. I could get up and stand. I could walk. Like, it was like nothing happened. I don't know what it was. I don't know what switch. And even the doctors were like, wait, this, this girl yesterday... Her, my jaw was locked. Like, I could not open my mouth. I could not stand. I, could, I was so weak. I couldn't hold my phone. I, it was so insane. But that's just, that's the amount of stress that I had on me. That's just, I, that's all I can really say regarding that. Okay, so once my health and everything got better, um, my life still had a lot of ups and downs. But in particular, it was this one person that came into my life at like kind of during the whole mix of this health issue crisis thing whatever you guys want to call it and i'm not gonna lie for the longest i fought this person in being in my life not actually like put my hands on them but i genuinely was just like yeah no you're not meant to be in my life like i was trying to control the narrative and i feel like a lot of people do so I, I kept fighting, kept fighting, kept fighting. It didn't matter how many good things had happened to me while this person was in my life. I was just like, yeah, no, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. But eventually, once I just stopped fighting and just let the universe do its thing or the world do its thing, it everything just shifted. And I'm definitely the type of person, and I believe, like, I, I believe in the fact that everybody comes into your life for a purpose and you're supposed to learn something for every from everybody in your life whether that means this person was in your life for a month or 10 plus years you are meant to learn something from that person you will gain knowledge from that person it doesn't matter what the knowledge is it doesn't matter how, like exactly how or when you learn something but you're meant to learn at least one thing from this person and i always believed that that's what i was taught growing up so once i actually started like you know practicing or believing in what I you know was taught or what I was always just like heard growing up my life and my perception on the world changed like incredibly and once I started seeing all of these changes happen in my life good or bad even in the bad which seemed like the bad in the moment were really things that were meant to happen for me to be at where I am today
And it's so crazy because I genuinely feel like if this person did not come in my life, a lot of things that I have done or a lot of things that I'm doing or a lot of things I'm currently working on behind the scenes, I would not be doing. And it's so crazy because I probably would not even be doing a podcast right now or probably wouldn't even be doing YouTube anymore. And this person shifted my perspective on the world and just how I view things so like I don't know like I don't even know how to describe it like so like crazy like it literally did like a 180 or like a 360 actually and it was for the good and once I was able to accept that and move forward so many things started happening to me in such a good way and that's why I genuinely believe this person was meant to be in my life this person brought balance into my life and at the time I had no balance and I'm not ashamed to admit that I had zero zero balance in anything in my life in like school mental family social media like no balance whatsoever like nothing my life was all over the place like my mind running a thousand like like is running a thousand miles in a second like so crazy like it was just so much going on and I felt like for the longest it was like it felt like nobody was on my level and not in a sense of materialistic way not in a sense oh I think I'm better than people but on a thinking level a knowledge level a goals level what i'm trying to achieve someone that genuinely understood what i was trying to achieve someone that genuinely understood the type of pain that i was feeling and even if they probably did it i don't even know if they truly understood the pain that i was feeling but just how they reacted regarding everything that i went through and so many things that were going on in my life it was just honestly so 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 crazy and looking back on it i'm so glad i stopped fighting it and just let it happen i just rode the wave out because i don't think i would be here i don't think i would like be here doing what i'm doing now i don't think i would have like succeeded at so many things that i've succeeded at already and it's so mind-blown to me and even just to think and i'm not going to say this person brings me happiness because i don't think anybody brings me happiness i don't think anything brings me happiness i think actually i do think my dog brings me happiness but that's not the point i think for the most part like happiness comes with within and you have to be happy with everything that's going on you have to be happy with yourself you have to be happy with your lifestyle and to be happy but i definitely do think this person contributed to me becoming a happier person between becoming the person i am today becoming the woman i am today becoming the type of creating the mindset that i have now because the mindset that i have now is not the same mindset I had a year ago, two years ago, which is people like, oh, well, you're never the same. Yes, but even how I think and how I look at things, I swear, like, I, I'm so serious. I don't think I would have the mindset or the, the logic or the way you, the way I think now if I never came in contact with this person. And it's just so crazy how the world works and a lot of things have not went my way a lot of things have went bad in my life and a lot of things i have experienced a lot at such a young age um that many people my age or many people who are older than me who are grown up i mean now i'm grown but at the time i wasn't grown um have even experienced and to experience the amount of trauma and the amount of hurt and pain that i have experienced at such a young age um and have someone uh, get it 
And for the longest, I felt like no one understood me. When I mean to tell you my relationships thrived after I met this person, like my relationships with my family, with my friends, I met new people, all these things has, has started like thriving. And I felt like I genuinely started having like a purpose again. I felt like I genuinely started knowing what was going on in the world. Because at first I felt like I had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what I was supposed to be doing. I had no purpose. I, I'm just... I'm just floating. Like, I just really feel like a floater for the longest. But, yeah, like, I mean, at the end of the day, I one thing that I want anybody or everybody to take from this episode or from this podcast is trust the process. Trust what is going on. And I mean to tell you, it's going to sound so dumb and so crazy, but I kept fighting and I kept fighting this person from being in my life. And the more I fought, the more the world was, like, hitting me harder. Like, no, no. Like, you don't know what you need. Like, you, I, this is what you need. And I feel like doing that and stop and just trusting the process and just riding the wave and just seeing where things take me have been able to take me to where I am now. And I'm nowhere at where I want to be at now, mentally, career-wise, anything along those lines. But I still, I feel like I'm now back on that path that I want to be on. Because for the longest, once my mom had passed, I felt like I was on no path. I literally felt like I wasn't even on a dirt road. Like, I'm not about to play, you guys. I'm like, I don't even feel like I'm even close to the road. Like, I'm in the abandoned field. Like, in the middle of nowhere. That's how it felt. Um, but nothing I want you guys to take from this um, podcast is, I genuinely, or just from this episode, I want people to know, like, what you see on social media is fake. And I know people say that all the time, but a lot of people, majority of the people in my life who know me personally have no idea what I felt or how much of a wreck I felt like or how much was going through my mind or how much stress I was because I didn't tell nobody. And I don't want anybody to ever think, oh, well, she has her life put together. She seems so good. But like in reality, behind the, behind the screen, behind the Instagram post, I'm posting this Instagram post or this posting this or posting that or even not even posting, walking to the store, getting groceries, getting up out of my bed. That may have took me two hours to get up. That does not mean I'm still not struggling. And that doesn't mean that you still can't be a wreck. And I felt like for the longest, like, I felt ashamed. Like, I couldn't tell nobody that I, I was hurt or I couldn't cry in front of people. And... I don't want people to ever think, oh, well, like, you know, she lost her mom and she got back up and she's doing it, boom, 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 boom. Yes, but no. I got back up and I was doing things because I didn't, I, I, like I told you guys, I lived in this dream world for the longest time and to be snapped out of that and be back in reality was such like a culture shock. But at the same time, it was what needed to be done because you can't live in, you can't live in a dream world for forever. And that's one thing that I want people to take away and it's like, it's okay to cry. It's okay to be a wreck for two days, three days, a week, a month. If you want to be a wreck for six months, do that. Because it's a part of the process. It's a part of becoming the person that you're meant to be eight months from today or five years from today. And everything that has happened to me has allowed me to be the person I am today, has allowed me to be able to start this podcast, has allowed me to be able to grow and be able to have certain relationships with certain people because... If this has never happened to me, I would not be the person I am today. And I've been through a lot of stuff. And it just is crazy how in the moment you're like, why me? But now looking forward, you're like, okay, 
great. And I still kind of like, why me? But looking forward, I'm like, okay, I had to do certain things to get to where I am today. And one thing I also want to say, this is like my last point. One thing I want to say is, don't ever regret anything that you do and for the longest i had a lot of regret and i think that's another reason why i was stressing and my body was going through all these changes and shutting down and all this stuff was because i regretted so my so many things i regretted so much i regretted like certain actions certain certain things i said and it's like when i look back now like today currently today when i look back today i'm like you did or said the what you which you knew was best at the time because I'm not a spiteful person. I'm not like an evil person. So I did what was best for me at the time or I did what was best for so-and-so at the time. I can't look back now and regret what I've done because at the time I didn't have the knowledge that I currently have now. I didn't know the effects or the outcome of me saying or me doing or me going certain places would have caused myself in the future so that's one thing i want to say is don't ever regret anything because you should be making the best decision or best choice that you could make in that moment in that place in that time and at the end of the day like whatever you whatever decision you made regardless of what it is has helped you or is going to help you become what you're meant to be in the future but that is all i have for you guys today i know it was super long i just thought it was important to give you guys the background the history of me so that moving forward you guys can understand certain things um that i'll be talking about you guys can also understand some of the trauma and who i've lost but if you guys want to stay up to date with this podcast you guys know you guys can follow the podcast on instagram at time bomb podcast on instagram i'll say one more time you guys can follow the podcast on instagram at time bomb podcast in next episode will be dropping on sunday episodes drop every sunday guys but i'll talk to you guys later bye guys